go ahead and take a seat. Uh, my responsibility right now is to introduce our speaker for uh, this morning. Um, if you haven't caught on or if you are uh, new with us, we are a part of our church family, local church family, is part of a larger denominational family called the uh, Mennonite Brethren. And, and when you think of Mennonite, you might have thought of something like Amish, or you might have thought we, we, you expected us all to have something on our heads. Um, but you know, notice that we're very normal. We attempt to be normal. Um, and so if you uh, have come into this family, you've discovered that Mennonite Brethren, the running joke is that we're Mennonite Brethren, MB, how can you really make a connection to it? Uh, we're mostly Baptist. That's what MB stands for. And so if anybody ever asked you, uh, that's what that essentially means, mostly Baptist. And so as a Baptist who had walked into the Mennonite family, uh, this was very easy uh, for me to do. And so with that being said, our family is divided up into several um, districts, so to speak, and each of those districts has a district minister who is essentially a, a pastor to the pastors. And so on my first day here at Bethesda, August 1st, the first phone call I made was to our new uh, district minister. And let me tell you a little bit about him. He hails from Omaha, Nebraska. Uh, up until recently, he uh, served at uh, Iglesia Agua Viva at, uh, for 12 years as the pastor there. And then on the same day that I became the pastor here, he took up the district minister uh, position uh, for our denomination. And so um, our speaker is an undergraduate from uh, Moody Bible Institute. He has his Master of Divinity from uh, the seminary there at Moody Bible. Um, his wife is uh, Wendy. Uh, Daniel, is, Daniel and Isabella are his children. And so they have driven up here yesterday from Omaha to be with us. And so we're uh, proud, we're excited to really welcome into his new position and to welcome here to Bethesda, uh, Daniel Rodriguez. So Daniel, would you come forward and let's welcome him as he comes forward. convention and and we our son he was like three or something like that so it, it, it's been a long time since the last time I was I was here but it's it's great to be back uh, here on a beautiful town uh, we were uh, driving in and we saw a bunch of different uh, places uh, we saw a Mexican restaurant a Thai restaurant Asian market uh, and, and when you think of Huron, you don't think about the, the, do they have Mexican food in Huron? And they do, so it's, I was really excited about that. Uh, and and uh, so it, it's great to be here this morning. Uh, again, my name is uh, Daniel Rodriguez in Spanish, you say that. Uh, I'm from Ciudad Juarez, uh, border city with El Paso, Texas. So if you think of El Paso, just look a little bit down, and that's going to be what is right there. Uh, and, and so I was, I was born there. I moved to Omaha. I've uh, been the pastor there. I married my, my wife, uh, Wendy. She's from Guatemala. Uh, and somebody tells me that there's a, a Guatemalan restaurant here. Uh, you know, a better, a better way to say Guatemala is to call it Chapines. Is there any Chapines here? 
No? Okay, so when you see a, a, a person from Guatemala, just call him Chapin, and he's gonna get really excited, okay? So, uh, that you learned something this morning, at least that. Uh, so, we're gonna open up our Bibles in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verses 17 through 21. Uh, 2 Corinthians chapter uh, 5, verses 17 through 21. 2 Corinthians, capítulo 5, versículos del 17 al 21. And I've been told that you guys are trying to do a little bit of Spanish and English, so I'm going to be doing a little bit of Spanish, not a whole lot. So if you don't understand something that I said in Spanish, just go and ask somebody that speaks Spanish. <laughs> I heard an amen which is different from amen. You, you notice that, right? <laughs> and the word, the, the word of God says, uh, verses 17 uh, through 21, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. All this is from God, who through Christ reconciled us to himself and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. That is, in Christ, God was reconciling the world to himself, not counting their trespasses against them and entrusting to us the message of reconciliation. Therefore, we are ambassadors for Christ. God making his appeal through us, we implore you on behalf of Christ, be reconciled with God. Let us pray. Father, I just want to thank you this morning for, for the opportunity to be here and just be together in fellowship with you. Uh, we're, we're so thankful for your word, uh, that, you can, that you can guide us, that you can give us uh, what we need to hear for, for spiritual lives, that we can just uh, be closer to you, that we can just learn more from you, uh, but we can also learn and apply it to our daily lives. You have a purpose for our lives. Uh, you have a mission for, for every single person in this room. Uh, and, and we pray that we can, we can understand what is it that you want us uh, to do. And I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. So the question is, uh, who are we? And when we think about our, ourselves and, and the things that we do, a lot of people, a lot of people, they're gonna have different titles. So I've been uh, meeting a lot of farmers. Is there any farmers here? <laughs> Dumb question, but uh, you know, so people say, "Who are you?" And, and, and they're gonna identify themselves as, "I'm a farmer." Or if, if, if you ask me, I, I might say, "Well, I'm a pastor." Or, or whatever that title is, right? Uh, but, but, but the Word of God, and, and I want us to challenge us into this, uh, this idea of what is the mission that we have and, and what is Jesus trying to, to tell us that we, we're supposed to be doing. So 2 Corinthians 5, uh, 5, 17 to 21, it's one of my favorite Bible passages. And one of the reasons is that I grew up in a, in a Baptist church. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's happy. Um, and, and so I grew up in that church, and they have this group of for, for uh, young kids, but it was only boys, and it was embajadores del rey, which means ambassadors of Christ. 
And this, uh, 2 Corinthians 5.20, it was our, our, our key verse. And, and so we were ambassadors of Christ and, and we were crowns and things like that because we were ambassadors. So we felt really important. Like when people ask me in school and I, I always tell them, I, I am an ambassador. And I didn't know what that was, but I was, it, seems, it sounds fancy when you say ambassador, right? It sounds like someone is important. So uh, the Apostle Paul is, is telling us this. And, and we have this verse, verse 17, it says, uh, we are a new creation, right? Because we have Jesus in our lives, because we have believed in Jesus as our Savior, we are a new creation. He has, he has a, new, a new covenant for us, right? He is the new covenant. So the, we, we are following him and trying to be more like Jesus and trying to uh, accomplish the goal that he has for our lives. So we are a new creation and we celebrate that, right? And, 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 and Paul is saying, the old has passed away, behold, right? Do you like that word, behold? We don't, we don't use that in our daily English language. What would be another word that we use? Does somebody have thrown you a surprise party before? And everybody's hiding, and you kind of know because there's a lot of cars outside of your house. <laughs> and you're like thinking, well, uh. <laughs> so you, you walk into your house, and everybody yells, surprise, surprise and you pretend to be surprised. <laughs> so behold is kind of the same word like behold right surprise you are a new person right because now you're walking with Jesus because you have now a different identity you're you're a believer you're a disciple of Jesus you're a follower of Jesus so the new has come right and, and, and Paul is telling them you know let, let's stop thinking about the past and start thinking about the new Start thinking about what Jesus is, is pushing us to do now, right? And, and, and it's amazing. And verse 18 says, all this from God, who through Christ reconciled us to himself and give us the ministry of reconciliation, right? We are reconciled with God. Now we can have this relationship. Pastor Aaron uh, used this, this passage on Galatians. And he says, Abba, Father, right? Abba, Father. We can call him that because he's our father, right? We are in a good relationship with him, right? And, and everything is because of what Jesus did for us. I forgot to do the slide, sorry. Um, so we are a new creation in Christ by his grace, right? We couldn't have done it ourselves. There's nothing that we could do to be reconciled with God. It was through Jesus. It was through the grace of Jesus, we, we have a call. We have a mission. And this mission is the ministry of reconciliation. The ministry of reconciliation. And what does that mean? And, and I, I love this because uh, sometimes when we become Christians, uh, we're thinking, well, I'm, I'm a Christian. And then the second thing is I, I need to find a church, right? So if, if you're part of a church, that's... that's that's the second step. So you like check mark things and then uh, you get baptized. You go to, to baptisms lessons and you get baptized. Check mark. After that, then what do you do? And, and, and probably you find a way to serve the church, especially kids ministry. They're awesome. Who loves kids? <laughs> 
right? So you volunteer, you, you try to serve in the church, check mark. And then after that, what do you do? What are we doing as, as believers, as followers of Jesus? Um, I want to tell you, we have a mission. And, and it's this ministry of reconciliation. So one of the most famous passages of the Bible, Matthew 20, uh, 28, 19, and 20. What did Jesus say? Go. You want to learn some Spanish? Yeah, okay. Don't go there yet. You, were you in my last sermon? No? Okay. Um, go in Spanish is ir. I-R, ir, got it? And then you have to roll your tongue with the R, ir, right? So go, so we're going to discover this deep concept about what does that mean, go, what does that mean? Anybody knows? Go means? Go, <laughs> right? So deep, right? Go means go, right? So Jesus is telling his disciples, go and make disciples to all the nations, right? All authority and power is with me. That's what Jesus is saying. I'm the king, right? I'm, I'm, I'm the savior of the world. I'm the king. So all authority is on me. So now we, us, we are her servants, right? So if the king says, go, the servants, what do we do? <laughs> Is it an option? Is it if you like to? If you have time? Or if it's good with your whatever you're doing? No, he's the king. And he's saying, go. Why? Because of everything that he has done, right? And Paul is saying, remember, because of Jesus, you are a new creation. Because of Jesus, you are reconciled with the Father, because of Jesus, now you have this mission or this ministry of reconciliation. So our job now is to make people be reconciled with God. Right? So what are we doing? Are, are we doing that? that? That's a personal question. And, and don't start moving your, your heads. <laughs> I, I don't want to know. But yourself. And, and let, me, let me ask you this. Do you, do you have friends that don't know Jesus yet? Or you have friends that maybe know Jesus, but they're like, uh, not in a great relationship with Jesus? Or are you in this morning one of those that are kind of exploring, am I have a relationship with Jesus? Do I have a relationship with Jesus? And the good news is that Jesus wants to have a, a relationship with us because he died on the cross, Right? But, but we, ha we have this mission, and, and God is calling us to this, to this mission. So verse 19 says, that is, in Christ, God has reconciled the world to himself, not counting their trespasses against them, and entrust in us the message of reconciliation. So he's entrusting us. Can God trust us that we can accomplish the mission that he has set for us? Are you ready? I'm going to teach you another word in Spanish. Now I. Thank you for spoiling that. So, Spanish, you say yo. 
Okay? I means yo. Really simple. We're going to practice together. Yo. What does that mean? Okay. So I, the next question that I'm is the, the most important question in the sermon. Okay? Are you guys ready? You're going to answer it in Spanish with the only word that you just learned in Spanish. Okay? Are you ready? Who is going to go out and make disciples? Good job. <laughs> Do you mean it? <laughs> you guys know a lot of Spanish. <laughs> We are supposed to. He, God is entrusting us this message of reconciliation. Isn't it beautiful? I have heard, I'm not sure if it's true or not, probably Bethesda Church, that doesn't happen here. But I have heard that, that sometimes couples in their marriage, they fight. I, I, I never seen that before. I, I don't know what's that about. But you know, marriage couples, they fight. And they say the most beautiful thing after we, ar we argue is that we forgive each other. Right? And it's, it's, like, it's like butterflies in the stomach and all that kind of stuff again, all over again. Uh, it's just beautiful. This, this idea of reconciliation or coming together or forgiveness right? And if that's the situation with us as human, let's just imagine for a second what that looks like when God, our Father, through Jesus Christ, is reconciling us uh, with each other. That we can have this close relationship with Jesus, uh, with the Father, because of what Jesus did on the cross for us. Verse 20 says, therefore, And Paul is making, I don't know if you noticed already, but Paul is making a lot of therefores. And he's trying to, to, to make a point, right? He's saying, this is important. And then this is more important. And then this is really important. So this is the third one, the third therefore one. And he says, therefore, this is kind of the, the main idea. We are ambassadors of Christ. We are ambassadors of Christ. And, and probably a lot of you guys know what is, what is an ambassador. Uh, I lost it. It was somewhere here. So we are not from here, right? We are his people and we have an eternal home with Jesus. But ambassador means that we represent Jesus' kingdom. Right? Do you know that you're not going to live here forever? You probably figured that out by now, right? <laughs> you, you, we're not from this world. We're just passing by. Our kingdom, our, our home is with Jesus. That's our eternal home, right? Uh, I don't know about your church, but I was still the pastor at Waviva in Omaha, and, and people were a little bit like freaking out when COVID came. And I think a lot of people were like, what is this? Are we all going to die? And people were so afraid. So I, I told the church, like, what's going to happen if you have Christ in your life and you die? What's going to happen? You're going to go with who? With Jesus, right? Which it's a lot better than Omaha, Nebraska. <laughs> and probably than Huron even though hearing is really nice, right? 
So I told him, like, if you die, you're going to go with Jesus. So who wants to die? <laughs> See, and then one half of you is like, yes, let's die together. And the other half is like, uh, I don't really want to die yet. Why not? <laughs> and and that, that's, that's the problem. Sometimes it's hard for us to think that we're going to be with Jesus for eternity. It's like there's so many good things right now. There's so many things that I can accomplish. You know, especially moms, they're thinking about their kids. Like, I want to see my kids grow up. You know, I want to see my grandkids. Or, or what's going to happen Uh, but we, we need to focus on that. The, the life that we have in this world is, is so short, right? It's so tempor uh, temporal. Did I say that right? It's, 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 we're going to be in eternity with Jesus, and that's so much better than here. Do we have that sense of urgency? How many of you have heard that Jesus is coming soon? How old were you when you hear it? <laughs> And you're now like what? I don't want to know ages. Something in, in uh, Acts chapter 1. And Jesus is talking to his disciples and he's leaving. And Jesus is telling his disciples, you know, you know I'm, I'm going to give you the Holy Spirit. And, and, and the Holy Spirit is going to be the power. Uh, and you, you're going to go out and be my witnesses in, in, in Judea, Samaria, and to the, to the end of the world. Right? I'm coming back. And, and Jesus is saying that as he's going up into heaven. Right? And so the disciples are hearing this and it's like, great, we're going to have the Holy Spirit and we're going to be Jesus' witness, but he's coming back. Right? So he's going. And you know what the disciples did? They just stood there looking at heaven. And they're not moving. Why they're not moving? Because Jesus said what? I'm coming back. So they're like, Like, he's going, and then, I don't know, he's going to grab something, and then he's going to come back. <laughs> and then an angel had to appear, and he's like, no, no, guys, remember what Jesus said. Go, go, and you're going to receive the Holy Spirit. And, and so they're like, oh, okay, so it's going to take a while before he comes back. Okay, we get it. So they go, and they got the Holy Spirit. And you know, the first thing that they start doing after they receive the Holy Spirit is spreading the gospel message. Like, Fast, like amazingly fast. Like they were desperate to share the gospel message of Jesus. And you know, you know why? And this is my theory. I might be wrong. <laughs> I'm 90%, 90, 95% that I'm right. It was because in the back of their mind, they're thinking, Jesus is coming. So we need to save as many people as we can, as fast as, as we can, Because Jesus is coming. And if these people don't know Jesus, they're, they're going to suffer. Do we still have that sense of urgency in our lives? Do, do we have it? Or are we thinking, ah, maybe next month we'll do it? Well, and winter is coming, so who wants to go out and preach in winter? 
let's just wait for spring, right? Or let's wait for BVS on the summer because BVS, we can share the gospel and we can bring new people into the church and those kind of things. What, what about if summer it's too late? What about if spring it's too late? Do, do we have the sense of urgency? Again, Paul is reminding us we are ambassadors of Christ. We represent Christ in everything that we do. And our message is be reconciled with God. Here, here it is. This is who we are. We are ambassadors of Christ. We represent Christ. Our message is simple. Be reconciled with God. How do we get reconciled with God? Through Jesus for the sacrifice that he did on the cross for us. Do you love Jesus? And if I ask you, why do you love Jesus? I'm going to start hearing a lot of testimonies, right? Like I was that and Jesus loved me so much and he turned me into this. That's pretty much the story of every single one of us in this, in this church. And that's why we love Jesus, because of what he did in our lives. There's a lot of people that need to hear that. There's a lot of people that need to experience that. So the love of God is manifested in Jesus. And we were talking in Sunday school. If you didn't come to Sunday school, it was amazing. The, well, the class that I went to. There's different classes, and I'm sure all of them are. I'm getting in trouble here. All classes in Sunday school are amazing, okay? And we were talking about John 3.16. Porque de tal manera amó Dios al mundo. And you know it, so that's why I'm saying it in Spanish, and I don't know it in English, so. For our sake, we, he made him to be sin who knew no sin, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. We are righteous in God's sight because of what Jesus did for us on the cross. That's the love of God manifested in Jesus. We have that love. An, old, an, an older pastor once told me, uh, we can create a list of all the problems in the world. And that list is going to get really long. Like a lot of problems in the world. Right? Like, like a lot. And he says, but the solution for all the problems is just one. And what's the solution for all the problems in the world? Jesus. And how many of the ones that are here know Jesus? 90% of the room? 95% of the room? We know Jesus. So we have the solution that the world needs. Are we sharing that? This is who we are. We are ambassadors of Christ. This is who we are. We have a mission to share the gospel message with the people. This is who we are, the message of reconciliation, that through Jesus we can have eternal life, that through Jesus we can have that fellowship and relationship with Jesus, and we can call our Father Abba, Abba Father. Isn't that amazing? Right? So I know you're like dying for me to be done so you can go out and share the, word, the gospel. <laughs> like I can see it in your faces right now. <laughs> so um, 
Let, let, me, let me pray for us. And uh, I, I, I believe this message is just a reminder of in, in, my, in my own personal life that that's, that's the mission that we have. That's what we're supposed to be doing. That's what Jesus wants us to do. And I want to encourage Bethesda Church in Huron, South Dakota uh, to do that because it's important. Because I'm sure there's a lot of people in Huron that needs to hear the message of God. There's a lot of people. I'm sure of it. And you know them. I don't know them. I just came here yesterday, and I was just visiting Christians. <laughs> but I'm sure there, there are. Uh, so let, let, let me pray for us. We hope you've enjoyed today's message. If you would like to know more about Bethesda Church, you can check us out on the web by going to our website, which is BethesdaMB.org. That's Bethesda, M as in Mary, B as in boy, dot org. Or check us out on Facebook by searching for Bethesda Church of Huron. Have a blessed day.